and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 93 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and on today's episode, I'm going to share with you my framework on how and when to start thinking about personal retirement and financial planning. So short answer, ideally, you want to start thinking about these things very, very early on, obviously. Hopefully, you all had that conversation like I did in high school economics class where they basically tell you all about compound interest. And if you don't stop, start stocking away your allowance, like in the ninth grade, then you're going to be broke when you retire. So that was kind of a joke. Hopefully everyone caught that. But that is basically the talk every time we hear it. And that is true. Like compound interest is amazing. You want to start saving as early as you can. But I'm going to put a little bit of a spin on this that some other people might kind of dis- disagree with me on. And caveat, I'm not a financial planner, so this isn't my core area of expertise, and I'm not giving you like very specific advice on this podcast, so I don't want anyone to like at me or anything, but I want to kind of circle back and tell you about essentially the system that I teach in my program. So I have something that I call the Unfuck Your Biz Framework. It's really the framework that I teach inside of my signature program, and also the framework that I and will be teaching you in my book that will be out in just a few weeks. So originally, when I sat down to outline what would become my signature course, signature usually just means like it's my main thing, but it's also signature in this context means like comprehensive. So this is an Amy Porterfield term. So we have starter courses, which are smaller courses. That's the new course that I just launched. I'll tell you more about that in a second, but that one's geared just for beginners to like help them get started. And then I have my signature, more comprehensive course, Unfuck Your Biz. And so I'm a really big fan of frameworks because I think everything makes more sense in the context of a structure, a step-by-step program, and it needs to be obviously created in a logical format. So it shouldn't just be like creative and flippant and fun. It's got to be actually helpful, right? Or what's the point? So I sat down and... Amy teaches you how to outline your course by doing, uh, by using post-it notes. So you basically put all your topics on post-it notes and then you can organize them by column and by row to do your structure. I won't give away any more information because that's kind of her proprietary information, but I did this and I had so many post-it notes like you wouldn't believe. This was when I was in my office at WeWork and I had all glass walls and I'm pretty sure people were walking by my office like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's got post-it notes like up and down all of his walls. So as I was outlining, 
I was kind of throwing in everything in the kitchen sink. I was like, well, I gotta, you know, it's, it's all about business. So I have to teach them intimate details about trademarks and intimate details about copyrights and employment law and hiring employees. And I have to teach them about then personal finance and how to make IRA contributions from their business. And it was just a lot. Um, by the way, everything I just named are the things that I don't cover in the course. It's everything that got the chop. So reason is like Amy kind of teaches you to look at the core purpose of your course. So she calls it your core promise. What's the core promise that you want to get out of it? My course is called Unfuck Your Biz. The core promise is that you will unfuck your biz. Pretty straightforward, right? So what do I need to teach you in order for you to unfuck your biz? And of course, that's kind of subjective because um, you're everyone's going to think their business is a little bit fucked up for different reasons. But I look at it from the perspective as a small business attorney, who's also a tax professional. So what do you need to do to make sure that everything is actually untangled and you're ready for the next steps? That's the purpose. So I dialed it back and I really asked myself those questions, considered what's absolutely essential and what needs to come after. So in the framework, the framework is everything you need to do to unfuck your biz. And then I leave all the other stuff out so that you can do it after you go through the framework uh, by either hiring professionals, um, joining my alumni membership where I cover some more of this stuff in detail. And that, that was essentially it. So in the framework, I cover how to save and pay for quarterly taxes which business entity is right for you, how to get all your business licenses, like DBAs. Um, I'm like drawing a blank, everyone. So DBAs, business licenses, operating agreements, meeting minutes, seller's permits, all this stuff. So we cover all of that in detail. We go through cash flow management because if you have effed up cash flow, then you haven't really unfucked your biz. And then we also cover basic bookkeeping, uh, 1099 contractors, contracts and a few other things that I'm probably blanking on right now. So those are the core things that you got to do. So this is what ended up in the framework. So this has worked really well. Um, I've now had about 42 students grow through my core program. And what's been really great is that I also have an alumni membership. So after the program is over, then people can choose to join an alumni membership where we do weekly calls and we do co-working and I have guest experts come in and do trainings and I provide more content and we book club like business and finance books and discuss them, which that's actually turned out to be really great. We've had some really great discussions. And what we've been talking about the past couple weeks is visioning. So like what's your 10 year vision and your goal? What's your five year plan? What's your three year picture? What's your one year goal? So we talk, we, we back it out by doing all of this and we're reading traction as a group. So in talking about our 10 year vision, we always discuss a lot about our business goals and then also our personal finances. So this is kind of how I got off on my personal finance kick. And it's been really awesome because We've had some alumni say, you know, their goal is to be retired in 10 years. And some say that they definitely plan on working for the next 25 years, but they definitely want to have a vacation house. And like, this is where they want their business to be and discussing what we need to do with our personal finances to get there. And so I'm kind of in my own personal journey with personal finances as well. And 
I, I should back up for a second because I don't think I made this transition very clear. So let me make a point that I, I probably should have made a few minutes ago. The idea of the Unfuck Your Biz framework is that you need to get your business finances in order before you can really start to get personal. So if you are spending a lot of time like day trading stocks or like investing into retirement, like that's well and good, but it's kind of like, what's the point if you are behind on your taxes and you're not making any profit in your business? Like you need to untangle all of that as the framework, as the foundation of your business. And then you'll be off to a really good starting point getting into the personal stuff. So I always tell my students, I say, you will be a certified financial planners, like dream client. If you walk into their office and you say, here's my bookkeeping, this is my average profit margin. I'm paying myself $2,000 every other week. I'm up to date on my taxes because then essentially they know exactly how much income you have to be making to certain contributions. And you can tell them like my goals are to pay off my student loans, save for a mortgage, whatever it is, you know, take a vacation, all that kind of stuff. So once you're able to outline your goals, which they can help you do and tell them what your discretionary funds are, they can help you with planning. What I often see happen is people will get into personal finance and they have no idea what the profit margin is, is, is in their business. They're behind on their tax returns. So if you're behind on returns, you don't even know how much tax you owe. And then should you still be saving for retirement? I mean, with compound interest, probably yes, because you might make more in interest than you're going to pay in back tax penalties. But that right there, friends, is something that's pretty difficult to calculate. So don't recommend that you do that on your own. Ideally, you want to unfuck your biz first. And the reason why I say that is because unlike paying down debt, it doesn't take years to do this. Like my program is 10 weeks. You can get all of this done in a couple of months. So the money lost from stashing away money in those couple of months, not huge in comparison to the benefit that you are going to draw from doing this correctly in the correct order. So that's kind of the transition, right? So all of my alumni students have gone through the Unfuck Your Biz framework. So now we're talking a lot about personal finance. So like I said, this is where I am in my personal journey. And honestly, I'm starting all of this with my own personal finances a lot later than ideal. Like it's, it's honestly a little bit embarrassing because I feel like when people look at me as an attorney, as a tax professional, they would expect that I just have all my financial shit together. That's not really the case. So here's the thing. I totally and wholeheartedly understand and get where most of my students and podcast listeners are coming from when they have all these different kinds of issues in their business, because I relate to them more on a personal level than they probably realize. So I am a spender. I love to shop. I'm an avoider. I like to avoid my bills and like leave my mail unopened, all that kind of stuff. Like I can't tell you how many times my car registration has been late, all the, all these sort of things. My husband always has to remind me. Um, and I don't think that that's like a personality flaw. It's just how some of us are. Like some people are very proactive with those things. I'm actually finding I've been getting really into like physical and digital minimalism recently. And weirdly enough, this could be a whole different podcast, but I'm finding that's making me a lot more proactive because my space is very clean and clear. And when I bring new mail in the house, I immediately want to open it, get it taken care of, and then shred it. So that way I don't have a laying around. But again, different topic for a different day. So I'm totally the person 
who is always kind of thinking to myself, well, I can pay those loans later, those loans later, and I can buy this thing today. Like I earned it, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure a lot of you are probably nodding your head and you get where I'm coming from. But luckily for myself, I've at least been problem aware enough to stay out of tax trouble. So obviously with my tax training, I know what the risks involved are and I can always just kind of mentally recalculate in my head, oh, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really save for quarterly taxes last week, so I need to save extra this week and this is how much I should stock away. So I'm able to kind of like correct my own shortcomings there and make sure that I haven't gotten into any trouble. But now I'm, I'm personally at a point in my business where I'm making enough money uh, each month that it's starting to feel very irresponsible not to have my personal finance shit together because I do my bookkeeping at the end of the month and I see what my end of line profit is. And I'm like, where the hell did all this money go? Like there's definitely enough there to do the things that I need to do. So this is what I'm doing. So I'm going to share kind of personally where I'm going in this journey and hopefully this will help one or some of you. So I've listened to three different personal finance audiobooks in the past two to three weeks. I'm going to listen to a couple of more. Um, that's probably over the top for all of you. You don't need to do that. But I like to binge these books because it's almost like work for me. Because even though I don't teach personal finance, I like to know enough about it that I can direct you all to resources to what I think will be most helpful for you. So I've listened to three audiobooks. They were The first one was I Can Teach You to Be Rich. Love that book. It's a lot less brotastic than it sounds. It's actually super helpful. It gives really great tips and advice. And then I listened to Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. I have a lot of thoughts about that book that I could share with you all. Um, I, might, I guess I might as well share with you now. So it's actually a great book. I was really hesitant to listen to any of Dave Ramsey's books because I think I just stubbornly wanted to ignore him for as long as I could. But the system he teaches, I actually really like. It's super straightforward, like almost too straightforward. For me, it was just like, it was a little shouty in parts uh, and like a little mansplaining, it kind of felt like. And he reads a Bible verse at the end of each chapter, which is not really my vibe, but he resonates very, very well with a particular audience. And that's awesome. But the financial tips in there are very good. So I highly recommend his book as well. Um, Dave Ramsey's audiobook also was only like three hours, which is a pretty short audiobook. I Will Teach You to Be Rich was like nine hours. So pretty substantial difference there. But obviously, the longer one goes into much more detail. And then I also listened to the Broke Millennial book. So that one was good as well. It had a lot of specific feedback, obviously for a more niche market. I would recommend that one if the title really resonates with you. I'll put it that way. It was good. I think, I think it also depends a lot on the order unless you, in, in which you listen to these because once I'm in like my third, fourth, fifth personal finance book in a row, like there's only so much new information they can teach me. So I think that's helpful information as well. So listen to those audiobooks. And then I opened a SEP IRA with Vanguard. So pretty much every one of these books, I think all three of them recommended Vanguard. And pretty much every personal finance guru that I've talked to always recommends Vanguard. So what, what Vanguard is, it's a competitor to like Charles Schwab and all these different investment institutions. But it's cheaper is cheaper the word i'm looking for they charge less fees basically they have a really good track record and they charge less fees i'll just boil it down to that 
So I opened a SEP IRA, which is an IRA specifically for self-employed individuals. So I can tell you that each of these books will recommend if you still have an employer. So if you're not fully self-employed and your employer does a 401k match, you want to do a 401k match. If uh, they don't do a 401 or you've already maxed it out, then you want to open a Roth IRA. So Roth IRAs are basically magic. I'm going to talk more about how this all works in a couple of podcast episodes, but just to start getting the wheels spinning in your head. So Roth IRAs are great, but they have pretty low contribution caps. It's like 6000 and change a year that you can contribute to that. And they also have income limitations. So if you make too much money, you cannot contribute to them. Um, I'm not going to give you like the full line by line of my tax return with my husband and my finances, but I just looked into it and realized that probably within a year, we would not qualify for a Roth IRA. And I didn't want to have to dick around with like doing an IRA rollover and all of that. So I figured I would just kind of too late in the game for me. So I'm going to go straight to a SEP IRA, which has much higher contribution limits. And Contribution limits, basically just how much you can contribute into the account that year. So you want to save, obviously, as much as you can for retirement, balancing that with, you know, your savings for your mortgage, paying down debt, all the other kind of stuff. Oh, boy, that could be, I mean, this personal finance could be an entire, like an entire podcast show. I'm sure there are tons of them. So that's as much as I'll talk about that. My next tip for you is if you want help with all of this, you could talk to a certified financial planner. So that's my next step. I'm planning on doing a consultation with the CFP who has a focus on student loans. So I'm in an interesting financial position where my husband like has our mortgage. So he bought the property before we got married. So his name's on the mortgage. And then I have um, a truly terrifying amount of student loans. So I won't tell you exactly how much because it's a little personal, but just take your highest guess and then multiply it by two. And that's like probably what my student loan balance is. So that's pretty scary. But otherwise, I don't have any consumer debt. So I'm going to talk about, I think next week, I'm going to talk about the debt snowball and debt avalanche, which are concepts that Dave Ramsey teaches. But there are different ways to pay down all your debts. And when I looked at mine, I was like, well, I don't really need to use either one of those appro approaches. My only debt is my student loans. And that sounds nice. But again, the total is pretty astronomical. So I'm going to talk to a CFP to figure out how I should balance paying down the student loans with saving for a mortgage. Like, how do you do that? Right? So do I take all my discretionary money and put it into loans? Do I put 25% of it into loans, 25% of it into retirement, and then 50% into saving for the next mortgage? Like, these are really the three kind of things that I have to balance. And a lot of you might feel the same way. So many, many factors go into that. I'm going to hire a professional to help me. So my tip for you there is to look for a CFP if you have similar questions. So a certified financial planner is different from a CFO and a CPA. They have a special specialization in planning, obviously. And the next thing I want you to know is that CFPs are f generally fiduciaries. So you want to hire a fiduciary, which is a f fancy way of saying that they have to have your best interests in mind. And you would probably think, well, anyone I hire should have my best interest in mind. Not necessarily. If you go to a lot of the big like investment companies and hire someone, 
they are not going to charge, they generally don't charge you a fee. They do a free consultation and then they sell you what they call products. So they're going to sell you life insurance. They're going to have you open different retirement plans and they make commissions on all of that. And on the surface, that doesn't sound bad, but the problem is, is that they're going to try to sell you into the highest commission products, not necessarily what's going to be best for you. And you don't want that. So generally fiduciaries only do fee-based planning, which means they don't make a commission. You're going to pay them for their time, which is what I prefer. I would much rather pay someone $300 to sit down and pick their brain for an hour and get all the answers that I need and know that I'm going to get, get the best result for me than to have a free consultation where I'm getting sold into programs that might, might not be best for me. And this is especially worth the value when you consider $300 in the short term, a few thousand dollars, whatever their package is, is not that much money when you're comparing it to the interest that you're gonna make over the next several decades when it comes to retirement planning. So keep that in the back of your mind. Again, this is a CFP different from a certified, or sorry, a CFO, um, which is the term for a chief financial officer in a company. But now there's a lot of C CFOs who independently help small businesses and they teach a lot more about um, like cash flow, profit margin, all that kind of stuff. And then CPAs are generally more tax focused. I myself am, am a tax attorney. I've actually recorded a podcast episode before that explained the differences between all those. So go back and search for that. I think it was around episode 10 or something. So if you're curious to learn more about this personal finance journey and the Unfuck Your Biz framework, stay tuned for the podcast to come. I have a couple more coming out next week where I'll be discussing similar topics. Meanwhile, if you want to learn more about the framework and get started as your launch point, I want you to go download a copy of the free chapter of my book. The free chapter is all about LLCs, but then um, spoiler alert, I'll send you a follow-up email with some more information about the framework. So you could do that at www.bradendrake.com forward slash book. The book will also be out in just a couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. And then quick plug before I wrap up the podcast, I did mention uh, Amy Porterfield, my mentor, the course creation guru at the beginning of this podcast episode. Today, um, what is today? Let me look at my phone. So Thursday, September 17th is the close for registration of her signature program, Digital Course Academy. So if you are interested in learning more about courses, I know, it closes today, so not a lot of time. But if you happen to be listening to this on Thursday, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to talk to you about it. I'm an affiliate for her program. I plan to be an affiliate for her program in the years to come. And what that means is that if you join through my affiliate link, I get an affiliate commission. But also, I have a package of affiliate bonuses. So they're going to help you with list building. And also, you'll get access into my membership and a few other things. So if you're curious about that, let me know. Um, otherwise, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Don't forget to subscribe so you automatically get notification of the next episode. And I will be back in your podcast app, headphones, whatever, on Tuesday. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. 
That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.